Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. We hope you enjoy this episode of Void. It's the year 2083, and the Earth is a desolate wasteland on the surface, while the surviving members of Earth's population have found a new life living underground. In our last episode, Dr. Jonas Aldridge found the pilot for his mission to get to the Universal Space Station. His friend and colleague, Dr. Gerald Daniels, suffered a cave-in and his fate is now in question. Slow down, Gerald. Gerald! Damn it! The line went dead. I need to get down there. Want me to come with you? No, just let me handle it. Alright. Best we meet again later. You think your friend is okay? I, I, I don't know. Whoa! Where do you think you're going? This area's off limits. My name is Dr. Jonas Aldridge. I work for the council Dr. as Dr. Aldridge! Oh, we heard you might show up. I'm sorry, sir, but you can't go past this point. The ground isn't stable at the moment. Yes, I'm aware of that. I'm looking for a colleague. He lives in this sector. Oh, I see. I'm afraid there weren't many survivors. Only 12. Is Dr. Gerald Daniels one of them? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, Dr. Daniels is one of the survivors. Oh, thank God. Where, where did they take him? Well, he was unconscious upon rescue. And we're unclear as to his condition right now, but we do know that he is alive and he's in the medical station on this tier. What about his office and his things? Was anything salvageable? I don't think so. The ground swell, this ground swell, was a bit more severe than the than we had realized. Can you, can you please just use the words cave-in? This is hardly what you would call a ground swell. We are not allowed to use those words, Dr. Aldridge, and I would ask that you follow the same guidelines since you represent the council as well. Look, just... Just keep me apprised of any other ground swells that might come up, okay? Will do, will do. Now, will you be investigating and issuing a report on this incident to the council? Definitely. I'm going to stop to visit Dr. Daniels first, but after your crew is done here, I'll be back to assess the damage from my report. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be prudent to do your report now so the council receives it as quickly as possible? Yes, but Dr. Daniels can give me an eyewitness account of what actually happened here. So that makes it the perfect starting point for my investigation. Well, it seems to me that you're already here, so... Tell you what. You focus on how to do your job, and I'll do the same for mine. We'll be responsible for anything that followed the incident. You don't want any undue panic. If, if you say so. Tell the council they can expect my report in the next six hours. Let's say two hours. Let's say six. Let me remind... No. Let me remind you that I don't answer to you. I answer to the council directly. Try to remember that. Fine, Dr. Aldridge. I'll let the council know. You do that. Jesus. What a mess. Excuse me, I'm looking for a patient named Gerald Daniels. Room five. Okay, thank you. Five. Room five. Oh, oh, here we go. The hell? Where is he? Okay, look, where's the damn chart? 
find T10, T11. I can't believe they're, oh man, they're going to have to operate on him. Wait a minute. That means they're going to be, they'll be using, oh no, oh no. <laughs> nurse, nurse, can you tell me whether they're operating on Gerald Daniels? Uh, yes, why? They have to use opium, but he's highly addicted to it. He made me promise to tell any medical facility he doesn't want it used. What? But, but the next strongest thing we have is Cody. And we have some tranquilizers, but that's not really potent enough for this kind of pain. The procedure will cause. Look, I, I know him. He begged me to pass that on. He'd want the pain over the addiction. Well, I'll tell them. They're, they're prepping him now. Look, how, how bad are his injuries? I, I'm not supposed to talk about this with anyone. Please, I'm the closest thing he has to a family. His injuries are severe. As far as how severe, we're not equipped for this kind of procedure. The procedure itself could be what kills him. And the whole opium problem, that's a whole other level. Luckily, our surgeon's very good with the spinal kinds of things, so your friend got lucky there, but we just don't know. Given the lack of good equipment, more primitive measures need to be taken. And then there's the recovery. I mean, he's going to need help. He can't be alone. His home is destroyed, so I was already planning on having him stay at my place until he bounces back anyway. Bounces back? That's another part of the problem. The degree to which he bounces back depends totally on how the procedure goes. We gotta get his spine untwisted, and until we know that, we'll have no idea, if any, mobility that he'll actually have. Well, thank you for your honesty. When would be a good time to come back and see him after his surgery? Not until tomorrow. They'll be in there all night. Okay, I see. Thank you. Strata, compose message to Nova Bayflower. Composing message in three, two, one. Nova, I found my friend. Luckily, he's alive. I'd rather speak to you about other details in person. Feel free to stop by any time. Strata, end message and send. Message concluded. Message sent. Would you like to start music? Strata, no. No, thank you. I just, I need to think for a little while right now. Received message from Council Seat Harris. Strata, read message. Dr. Aldridge. The council and I are reaching out to inquire about Dr. Daniels, more specifically about his records. It has come to our attention that he may have had some computer records that were vital to his studies, which he was preparing for the council. We'd like to know if you have access to his data or if you have any copies yourself. Please reply at your earliest convenience and send over any files you may have. End of message. Of course, why would you care about him? He's only the last geologist we have left. Strata, compose reply to message from Council Seat Harris. Composing reply message in three, two, one. Council Seat Harris, as it is, I do not have any of Dr. Daniel's files. To my knowledge, all his data is buried from the cave-in. If the Council had listened and installed those supports on Tier 5 that both Dr. Daniels and myself had asked for, this crisis could have been averted. Oh, and thank you for your concern about the well-being of Dr. Daniels, by the way. It's good to know your heart is in the right place. Strata, end message and send. Message concluded. Message sent. Hi, Nova. Come in. Thanks, Jonas. You've been busy. What is all this? <sighs> well, I'm preparing for my new roommate. Dr. Daniels will be moving in for a while. 
Oh, that's really kind of you. I'm sure he'll appreciate having a place to stay. It's not just about that, I'm afraid. His recuperation is something I'm going to be helping to attend to. What help that is he? He's probably never going to walk again. I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, me too. Have you heard any more about a ship from your contact? No, I'm afraid I won't until like, we get up there. Speaking of which, we need a launch date, and I need to see the ship and set up the flight plan. Of course. The target date is on the 6th, a month from now. Is that enough lead time? It's fine. Yeah, I can work with it. The ship is a Council Freighter located on Tier 1, Docking Bay 13. Good. Okay, no additional crew, just the two of us. Yes, for now. Any questions? Ooh, are you allergic to cats? No. Why, why do you ask? Because my best friend is an orange cat who goes wherever I go, and since we may be up there for a while, yeah, he's coming along. <laughs> did, you, did you name him Jonesy? Oh, why? Who's Jonesy? It's a reference to an old movie in our archives. Never mind. Look, that's fine. As long as he's kept in a safe place away from my supplies, you can bring your cat. Well, wait a minute. You you told me you didn't have any pets. What? No. Okay. Well, whatever, right? So, well, I just don't see him as just a cat. He's more like family. Anyway, Jonas, is it really that bad out there? We need to get off of Earth. There's no way around it. With the meteor showers becoming more severe, along with the radiation, the rising temperatures... Time is running out. So is it true about the meteor showers? I mean, we stopped hearing about them, so I think most of us assume it wasn't an issue anymore. One of our satellites picked up on a massive meteor shower coming our way. One of unprecedented size and strength, something we've never seen before. It's going to take months for it to run its full cycle. We just started receiving data on it when the signal went dead. Are you sure it's going to hit? Unless the trajectory of the shower changes magically somehow, yeah. That's why we launched in a month. We didn't have time to figure out when the shower was going to start. Do you at least have an estimate? Well, in three months, roughly, give or take a few weeks. I guess I should head over and check out our ship. I'll send word to the dock chief to expect your arrival. Alert. This is a network announcement. The council wants you to know that all is well. Temperatures and weather are stable. Water levels are copious and food ingredients are abundant. The council would also like to remind you that disobedience and unrest will be met with severe penalty to provide a secure, stable, and safe haven for everyone who is part of our society. The council thanks you for your attention and sends thoughts and prayers. Uh, third bay on the left. Okay, thank you. Wow, what a piece of shit. Jesus. When was the last time someone flew this thing? Ugh. Strata, access final ship log. Strata, access final ship log. Strata! What the hell? Okay, let's try this again. Strata, access final ship log. Final ship log accessed. Entry by Captain Liddy Aldridge, 11580. Liddy Aldridge. Hmm. Okay, Strata, read log. Log entry by Captain Liddy Aldridge, taken on 11580. Conducted routine delivery to space station and prepped for Mars colonization mission. Delivery consisted of fuel, construction equipment, and food supplies. Ship held up pretty well, although there was some unusual shaking upon re-entry. We'll pass along concerns to Dock Chief Petrov. Captain Liddy altered out. Log concluded. Three years. 
She hasn't been flown in three years. Damn. All right, well, let's get started then. Strata, begin ship diagnostics. I feel as terrible as I look. You got a cigarette? You know I don't smoke. And even if I did, you're in no condition to smoke a cigarette. Always a killjoy. Is that any way to speak to your new roommate? Destroyed? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Damn it. I had a vintage 1972 Gibson Les Paul in there. You know how rare that was? I would think you'd be more concerned with your research. I've got backups. I'm much more upset about the guitar. The council has been asking about your files, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure they have. They're waiting on my latest findings. They're not good, Jonas. It's as we feared. The internal structure of the colony is weakening. Cracks, decay, lack of upkeep are all making it much more likely for a larger internal collapse. The latest data I found only shows the top 20 tiers or so. It's much worse lower than that with all the pressure from above. The council is not going to like hearing that. No, they're not. And screw them, quite frankly. Keep your voice down. Screw their spies, too. You never know who they have planted on the staff here. What are you planning on telling them, anyway? The truth. Just what I told you. I'm telling everyone else I can, too. You know they'll come after you. I know. At least I'll be an easier target for them. I, I take it that wheelchair over there is eventually for me. Unfortunately, yes, it is. How bad? Let's see. T10 and T11 are crushed. T7, 8, and 9, as well as 12, are all severely damaged. And it looks like you're losing mobility from the waist down. But they're not sure. Now my fingers and arms are tingling, so there's that. Uh, well, at least my drinking arm didn't get hurt too bad. Did the uh, collapse affect Tier 6? Not Sector 12, it didn't. Your secret still is just fine. Oh, that's good. It's important to know that the booze is okay. Oh, and my backups are there, too. D did you hear from Harris? He was the one grilling me about your files. I didn't actually know you had backups. As far as they know, hey, you lost everything. Is that so? You know, maybe I'll keep it that way, but for now. I, um, I have another concern, Jonas. I fear the virus might be back. Okay, we should not be talking about this. Why not? You know what's coming, Jonas. More of the collapses are happening. Information is coming out, and they can't hide it anymore, and there's much more unrest in lower levels than you know. Let's table this for now. Hey, it looks like I found a pilot. Oh, yeah? How much experience does he have? She has plenty. She? Wow, I mean, how many female pilots can be left? I mean, hey, is she, uh, you know... Is she what? Is she attractive? Don't, don't go there. She's young enough to be my daughter. I wasn't asking for you. Don't act like an old pervert. I am an old pervert. <laughs> uh, does she know? As in, does she know that I'm part of the cargo? I had to tell her. You know, that was dangerous. I couldn't very well sneak aboard or just show up without her knowledge. Look, don't worry, she's not a fan of the council and she seems very sympathetic to our cause. 
Her name is Nova Bayflower. So, now what? After some time in rehab, you'll be moved into my place. <laughs> you mean I'll be staying at Casa de Aldridge indefinitely? It looks that way for now. Yeah, thanks, Jonas, for everything. Hey, just make sure they hook me up with a hot nurse. And the room that I get, make sure it has a lake view. Sure, sure. Let me get right on that. There's something else. Radiation levels are on the rise. With the cracks, it's starting to leak from the surface into the colony. But the radiation, the radiation sensors are... Those are garbage. And I've been warning the council about them for years. They're placed poorly and only about a third of them actually work accurately. We stick to the plan. We leave in a month. I don't know if any of this matters anymore, Jonas. Our quest for a new home might be a futile one. We're, we're facing challenges on all sides. What are you getting at, Gerald? Maybe this is the universe telling us we had our shot and, and we blew it. Maybe we're heading toward the very thing that will finally tip the scales on our species. Extinction. This episode of Void featured the voice talents of Ella Demby as Strata, Jason Hefner as the nurse, Frank Jucknowitz as our narrator, Sean McKnight as Jonas Aldridge, Jenny Miller as Nova Bayflower, Mike Sutton as Gerald Daniels, and John E. Vitale as the Council Crisis staff member. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com. <laughs>